Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome into Locked on Mavericks for Thursday, December 8th. It is a uh, day between uh, games, so uh, no game tonight, but tomorrow night uh, hosting the Pacers, and last night the uh, Mavericks hosted the Kings at the American Airlines Center. <coughs> Pardon me, my name is Mike Marshall. You can follow me at Machine Sports on Twitter if you're interested in that, and uh, my co-host on this little venture, his name is Jacob Kemp. You can follow him at Not Jack Kemp on Twitter. And uh, we'll answer answer your Mavericks questions if you toss them out there in a respectable fashion. <laughs> um, how you doing this morning, pal? Doing all right. So the halftime show was a guy that I didn't even – sometimes you can't catch his, their name on the PA. Yeah. It sounded like he said Luke Bryan, but there's no way that the guy is an entertainer who is going by an, another entertainer's moniker. So I think it was Luke Ryan's. And what it basically was was like he was a roper. So he got out, he was wearing, you know, like black uh, cowboy get up and he got out at uh, center court and he had like two like ropes, like calf roping ropes. And Mm -hmm. he just did, he did tricks. And I think he had um, some level of like the caps or, you know, those caps that you'd like throw at your buddy's feet and they'll pop. Yeah. I think he had those somehow lined on the thing so that it would snap. (laughs) <laughs> and kind of, it would create like a sound effect, and then it would uh, have like a little bit of smoke, and then he was kind of like turning it into a lasso, and sort of lassoing like up and down him like himself, like he was throwing a, <laughs> like he was, you see what I'm saying? Like he was yeah, creating dude. like a circle up and down. So it was, I mean, he's got to be one of like 20 people on Earth that can do this, which is one of the things I look for in halftime shows, um, but. Also, there's no chance that he's getting hurt. Like, even if that thing hits him, I don't think it's going to, like, lacerate his skin or anything like that. So, it's not great. It's definitely, like, got a little bit of circus-esque vibe to it. But I think it's time to just go uh, full board, no pun intended, and just throw some animals out there. Oh, I'm into that. Let him – let's just have basically uh, a miniature rodeo on the floor at half. Like if he's not if he's not roping like some cats, at least and something. And you know what? I I also have seen like people teach little monkeys how to rope stuff too. So on the back of a could, pig, usually. Yeah, yeah. On the back of a pig, he could be roping uh little 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 uh, cats, ferrets, whatever vermin, yeah, guinea you, guinea pig. So, I mean, really, if they wanted to just do that instead of play the second half, I would have been. <laughs> It was it was weird. I uh, I noticed halfway through the halftime show, he started like roping JJ Barea, 
<laughs> oh, you're like, hey, and, come here, and, little, come here, squirt. And nobody said anything. They were just like, ah, yeah. let, let so, the rodeo guy have his fun. So there was not a whole lot to talk about from this game other than if uh, you heard us yesterday as part of the Locked On uh, Podcast Network discussing Boogie, mm-hmm. then, I mean, if well, I'm at the point now with, with Mavs games and with post-game shows and with doing this podcast, however you may find us, we appreciate you listening. This one's going to be pretty short, much like Rick's press conference last night, which wasn't even really a press conference. It was a statement mm-hmm. um, because I'm at the point now with the Mavericks where I'm doing two things, I guess a couple things. We've talked about like you just are looking for players that you think are going to be here in the future to get better, how they can get better, and just exciting things they might be able to do, whether it's Seth Curry, who's obviously not playing, uh, Harrison Barnes, who had a rough game last night, and Wes Matthews, who was still pretty good. I mean, he – I don't even have the numbers in front of me. I know he had 20 points on, like, not that many shots – uh, let's yeah, see what it ended 16 up total, 6 of 10 shooting, uh, yeah, I mean, four, bur- four boards. Yeah, and he only had uh, he only had one turnover, which turnovers were a massive problem for them last night. 23, season high, exceeding 17 the previous high. Wow, Barnes and had six turnovers. He had a really rough game offensively. That seems I difficult mean, to do with his game. Uh, yeah, it was uh, there was a night of carelessness all around. Um, Dwight Powell, obviously, if you're playing Dwight Powell at the five, Especially if Barnes is at the four, Boogie's going to destroy you. Um, so, like I said, one thing that I do is I try to look for the young players to be getting better. The, another thing that I do is look at the other team, and then from the other team, my, my view there goes two different ways. One, I look at them as the actual players on the team, what I want these guys. Uh, from an entertainment standpoint and from a how could I acquire them. And since we spent an entire day talking about how could you acquire Cousins? That's an, an easy one to be thinking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one is just how their team is built because the Kings have had a lot of high draft picks, and they have basically been terrible in the draft. And They have nothing to show for it right now outside of Boogie. <laughs> I mean, and, and, I'm, and I'm not exactly positive what the uh, stipulations are, but they also are kind of screwed in the draft for the future. They still owe Philadelphia a pick swap, which I have no idea how Hinky got that included. That was for freaking Stauskas. Good God. Uh, like to just take on a – I don't even remember who the contracts were, but then they just waived both guys. And then um, they also owe a pick to Chicago still. So they're wow. not going to be able to build – Is that for John Salmons? Still? God it might almighty. Be. So I don't remember, but I, I just know that if you look at their pick debits and credits – there's no chance they're going to be able to build throughout the draft or through the draft for Cousins. So that's a team that's had a bunch of high picks, and they have just blown all of them. If you remember <laughs> I'm the – I'm looking uh, at the picks owed, and it's insane. <laughs> yeah, look at uh, – okay, I don't even remember. The guy they drafted in the uh, in 2016 um, – Scal Scalabrisi? Yeah, I mean, that they just keep taking bigs, and they all suck. And yeah. they also traded back – uh, their original pick would have been Marquise Chris, mm-hmm. um, and then they moved back. No, this I'm talking about uh, Papianis or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could have stayed at eight and taken um, 
They could have stayed at eight and taken Marquise Chris, who would have really helped this team. Yeah, that's a dude I could see playing alongside Boogie at some point. And in 2015, they took Willie Cauley-Stein, who already wants to be traded, who doesn't play very much. He didn't fill it up last night, but when he's out there, he looks like a freaking monster. So um, how, do, how do they sort out the Chicago and Philadelphia owing? They owe, You don't have a pick, but you owe the pick? No, you owe two picks. You, t- you owe two first-round picks this year that I don't think – I think you only have one. Well, what they do – what they owe is a swap. Yeah, they owe a swap, and they owe Chicago a – uh, top ten protected, right. yeah. Top ten protected first rounder. I don't know. Well, uh, if, if they finish in the bottom ten, Chicago doesn't, it doesn't get that one. But then right. Philadelphia swaps you. <laughs> right. God Almighty. So, I don't, and they don't. I don't even think Philadelphia. Ha- they don't have to swap you. No, they don't have uh, to. They, I mean, because if they're worse than you, they won't, and they might not be worse mm-hmm. um, at the end of the year, but. I mean, especially if they end up trading Cousins before the deadline, which every single night that he does what he did last night, which was 24-14, seven assists, led the team in assists, three blocks, hit two threes, ran the break. Uh, every team, every day he does that for them and is still in a Kings jersey, his value diminishes, in my opinion, because the, every day that they get closer to him, like there are 520 days, let's say, from him being a free agent. Yeah. Every single day that it's 519, 518, his value diminishes by 0.01%. And I know that he actually can't be traded right now, so I guess that clock wouldn't actually start mm-hmm. until next week or whatever. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah uh, no, the, shorter, the shorter you're guaranteed to have him on your team, the less value it is. Yeah. So they have nothing around him, and that's a team that, again, they've had a ton of top five picks, or at least top ten, so – when you're talking Mavericks draft, we assume that because this team has been – they might not have been better drafting, but they've just had organizational strength, I guess, and mm-hmm. they've been good for 15 years. It's hard for me to imagine the Mavericks blowing a top 10 pick after top 10 pick the way the Kings have, but it is somewhat of a cautionary tale that just being bad <laughs> for a couple years does not – in any way guarantee that you're going to be good again no um, and they got a little bit out in front of their skis I think they've been trying to make the playoffs like the last three years when in all reality they should have probably had a uh, a top four pick or a top three pick in both of those seasons because you have nothing to show for it <laughs> I mean eight yeah but- eight through 12 in the draft like you'd like to think you can get something but if that was like uh you know a top four pick a top five pick then that's a different caliber of player obviously yeah, but I would still say that you could have – okay, when they took Cauley Stein at six, I'm mm-hmm. taking Emmanuel Moutier there. Yeah. No, and, that, and, that made a lot of sense. And I think it's kind of a little bit lame now, especially given that – and Cuban and Donnie did this to themselves, that every that people are just in this area tie Giannis to the Mavericks. Like, oh, mm-hmm. the Mavericks – like it's freaking Greg Oden and Kevin Durant. The Mavericks drafted at 13. He was taken at 15. 14 other teams didn't know that Giannis was going to be as good as he was. Right. Whereas when they went at six, they could have taken – any of these guys would be better on their team right now. Yeah. That went after Cauley Stein. Moutier, Stanley Johnson, Justice Turner. Hell, Miles Turner is a better fit with Boogie than Cauley Stein is, but let's even give him a break on that one. Devin Booker, uh, mm-hmm. even, even Cameron Payne. All those guys would be better right now. Than what Willie Cauley Stein's giving you? Willie, exactly. And, and – and I think someone might even have traded up. Yeah. Like to take him at six if you would have been available, if you would have been willing to 
to move. So it, they're just a poorly planned team. They're, the, Boogie's fun to watch because he did all the stuff we talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him. Uh, like I know he talked about him like making threes, but it's still startling to me dude, to watch just, him pull up. He <laughs> strokes it too. Like it's yeah. not like uh, you left freaking. Uh, you know, Zaza open for seven seconds. He triple clutched and thought about it and then was like, really? I guess. Yeah. Like, he just steps into it. It's staggering to see, like, a Stegosaurus run out to the perimeter and just launch a three with – Yeah. And look exactly like Devin Harris doing it. It's incredible. He's uh, and he's unreal. He, he has the ability to just break your will, which is what mm-hmm. he did to, to Dwight Powell. I think they – it was like 66 to 30 in points in the paint. Mm-hmm. Um in the game overall, which is going to happen if you're playing Cousins, but it's especially going to happen if um, if Bogut is out of the game. And that's kind of what thought I was having last night before we wrap up with Carlisle is just the Mavericks so far with no Dirk and then no – they've always had some other part out, whether it's Harris, D-Will, mm-hmm. Berea, Curry, and now Bogut. It's never just even been Dirk. Like, yeah. they've always had – at least two or three of their top eight out, in addition uh, you know, to Dirk being one of those. So whenever that's the case and Barnes is going pretty well, they have the ability to hang with just about anybody on most nights for three to three and a half quarters. Mm-hmm. But if all those guys are out and Barnes has a terrible night, they can pro- they'll get run by anybody. They're a D League team at that point, plus Wes Matthews, because the reality is is that in years where Dirk would have bad nights, they had enough depth around him, whether it was Monte, whether it was even Parsons, whether it was Marion, whether it was Jet, mm-hmm. whether it was uh, freaking Calderon, yep. or you know, they just had enough other guys that could get it done that they could hang in games. Now they're at a point where the injuries Plus, anything else going wrong, Yeah, uh, like a six turnover, five of 16 night from Harry, and they are they're getting run midway through the third. And really, they got run in the second quarter. They were down by 13, and Wes Matthews just freaking had an outburst, like went mm. uh, scored 11 out of 13, got him back to within four at the half. I mean, he was still pretty good. They come out in the third quarter and just get bombed, and yeah. it's over. They don't have – if. If Barnes' shot's not falling, it's not happening. Yeah, no, they don't have enough right now to stay competitive. If Barnes isn't on his uh, his A game and Wes Matthews isn't shooting 45% from three, there's no way they hang in games. And uh, now, with Bogut being out, you're starting the game at a loss. Like, other teams can roll out units on you that you have no way of defending and you're going to get murdered on the glass. Like last night, Kufis started at center, and Boogie was a small forward, and then Rudy Gay at the small forward, or uh, Boogie's at the power forward, and then Rudy Gay at the small forward. And Rudy Gay is as big as uh, as Harrison Barnes, who's our four, and then Salah's on the court, and Salah can't defend any of those dudes except for Kufis for a couple minutes. And it just, you're starting the game short-stacked, and it's just a lineup discrepancy that's happening. And yeah, and this is against a team that had won seven games coming into last night, and they're yeah. on the road. Yeah, no, if, you, if, uh, if the other team is healthy and they have an NBA allotment of big men, which most teams have three to four dudes, 
that they can roll out there that can either defend the center position or play the center position at an above-average clip on the offensive end, you don't have an answer for that. There's nothing you can do. There's no tricks. There's no running uh, a two-point-guard two guard lineup out there that can fix that, which in the past, if you're, you know, say your you're Chandler Parsons is out, then you can kind of fix that by having a guy that can fill, uh, facilitate the ball a little bit and take over some of those roles. But no one can duplicate what Bogut does. And it's going to be really ugly basketball. And it got really ugly in the third. And Rick, I think they broke Rick last night. <laughs> well, yeah, so we talked about on Monday night, they got out-rebounded by 20 by a team with better bigs, with uh, just a better lineup. But it didn't feel like a better front-line lineup. It didn't feel like they were getting out-efforted. Last night, like I said, 23 turnovers. They just looked like they didn't – they were not into the game. They were they, – what is it even like you just got ripped turnovers? It was mm-hmm. like you just weren't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> and he called two timeouts for technical fouls. They had one timeout left with four minutes left in the third quarter. He took that one with a minute left in the third quarter and then took two timeouts – and the last five minutes of the game with a D-League roster on the floor to take technical fouls to chew their asses out. It yeah. was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Dude, that is some next-level uh, pissed-off coach move. He's, he's, like, he's like, no, I know I don't have it. I know I don't have the timeout. He's done it, he's done it once, uh, one other time this year, but to yeah. do it twice in like a span of five minutes, whenever you're down that much, was awesome. That's... That's next level stuff, dude. That's just f f it all. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what you're doing wrong. Like you idiots are making me so mad that you know what? I don't even care about this tech. Like I'm stopping this game and I'm talking to you right now, even if I just walk onto the court during play. Like that's what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, Rick. Yeah. Rick said his little brief statement was that was a very very disappointing performance. The second half was inexcusable. The way we played, just the way we performed all around, everything from how we competed, decision making, shot making comes and goes, but the competitive spirit has got to be there. And he didn't even have a uh, didn't even take questions afterwards. No. And, and our buddy uh, Michael Krennic, who now works in uh, I believe in, up in Colorado, tweeted mm-hmm. three three a.m. Rick Carlisle furtively slips through a back alley. (laughs) Seething with silent rage, he looks for a release. He must feed the blood pools. (laughs) What a maniac. Um, At least Boogie had some nice things to say about the Mavericks. He said, uh, I don't know what what the question was, but it was, uh, he says, it's the Mavericks. It's one of the best franchises in the league. Uh, Mark Cuban's a great guy. Rick Carlisle's a great guy. Great guy. Um, it's because his brother is playing in the D-League, I think. And he says, uh, Jaleel, yeah. Jaleel is under some good people. I'm confident in the franchise, and I'm confident in his abilities as well. I think it's a good situation for him. So, yeah, we'll see you in 2018, Boog. Yeah. Bring, I hope bring th- John Wall. Don't bring Matt Barnes. That, do not. Don't you Matt dare. Matt Barnes has a man bun now. Yeah. I'm going to get Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher's going to be waiting at the door. Yeah. Like, I'll one, I'll one day contract Derek Fisher. For him to be waiting, to be, him to be waiting at the uh, the training facility door. Oh, hello, Matthew. <laughs> oh, haven't seen you in some time, Matthew. <laughs> How have you been? Yeah, well, man, that's, that's a tough one, and uh, it's a tough one because the last thing I'll say is I think that there are ways, and I think you can pick up on this in Rick's tone. I think there are ways that they can lose and still look like they're getting better. Oh, for Especially sure. Especially when you're playing this many. And last night was one of the few games where 
it looked like they deserved to have their asses chewed out. It didn't feel like, hey, we're just winning the day, we lost this one. And really the last five games have been good in the sense that they mixed in some losses, but they also yeah. looked really competitive against good teams. They looked like they were kind of improving a little bit, but still feeding the loss monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last night was not one of those nights. Last night was a – which is bound to happen. When you have a team that's this bad and this young, I mean, it's and this beat up, it's it's going to happen. So yeah, they're, I, they're, I wouldn't be – Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow night against the uh, Pistons is all that different. Yeah, no, it's going to be – there's like woe is me losses, and then there's like all shucks losses. Yeah. And what they've been doing is the all shucks loss, which is, oh, we can compete with you for three quarters, but then, yeah, you're going to expose us in some fashion and run away with this game. Last night is like – that's a different kind of loss. And yeah. I, I wondered what would happen whenever these start mounting up um, because I think I think the guys are still into it. I think the spirit is still there. Like Carla, I mean, uh, Followell told us, you know, practices are you know lively on the road. Everyone's into it. Everyone's caring about basketball. But they really haven't gotten to that point. And Bogut being out 14 days might might break that. <laughs> like it might get to the point where it's it's it, where negative energy starts flying around. Honestly, um, and it's kind of inevitable. But. All right, we got uh, what Pacers tomorrow night at the AAC. Um, no call on that one, right? No post game. No. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you uh, Monday then after the uh, the Pacers game and after a trip down to Houston on Saturday nights. Jacob, thank you. <sighs> We're hanging in there. I'll see you. <laughs> iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details.